In this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio, we have metal and hard rock musician Kinda Yellow on the show in the flesh. We talk about wrestling, video games, and his upcoming album in this special 40th episode of IIWR. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. I am your host, the one, the only, DJ Glowing Ice. What is up guys? Hey guys, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Don't forget to ring that bell. I need some kind of validation because my parents never loved me and I don't... (laughs) What is up? Hey, what is up? (laughs) What is up podcasting world? What is up internet world? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, I'm on, I'm on something today I've had about five cups of coffee, I'm sorry guys Anyways, this is episode 40 and it's a big one Because about a month ago, let's give you a little bit of backstory In July, I had a good friend of mine, kind of yellow, come by And he flew here, it's not like he just got in a car and he drove just 20 miles down the road He literally bought a plane ticket and flew here specifically to hang out and uh well we recorded an album so that was the major thing we sat down he had like maybe three or four days being here give or take and we got a complete album done in that time now vocals and stuff still need to be added but i also took him around the town took him around the small town usa region so he saw all the hidden gems all the hot spots and we ate and we ate and it was great though because both of us are on diets usually but hey he was on vacation i was on vacation just paths crossed at the perfect time to just be complete and utter fat asses and it was great. It, it was wild. We watched Beavis and Butthead. That, yeah. So we did a lot of that. So in this tornado of just eating and recording hard, heavy metal and rock music, we wound up sitting down and I got to ask uh, Kind of Yellow some questions and got to tell some of my stories. Just had a conversation with them and... This episode is like a really good in-depth conversation. Regardless if you like music or you like wrestling or you like video games or you just like anything, just like living life, we go all out in this interview and talk about basically almost anything and everything. So the interview is very lengthy, so you may want to, you know, get a cup of coffee or get something, get a order a pizza, order in, and you can sit down and just listen to this. This could be your nightly entertainment. Uh yeah, he came by and he crashed on my couch. We'd wake up in the morning, record some stuff, eat, record some more stuff, eat, and yeah, it's a good time. So this is episode forty of Industrial Industries World Radio. And before we get into the interview with Kinda Yellow, let's get into past, present, future. Past, present, future. Today is August 31st, and it's National Trail Mix Day. So, make sure to pick the M&Ms out for my fat ass. (laughs) In the past on this day in 1897, Thomas Edison makes a patent for the first movie projector, the Kinetoscope. 
Presently, it's just another day of not going outside, but it's a fairly good day, as the forecast calls, for partly cloudy skies with a high of 82 degrees in the small town region. And in the future, in the year 2059, it's predicted that the use of oil-based products will end. August 31st is the 244th day of the year, and there are 122 days left of the year 2020. Celebrity birthdays, we've got wrestler Jeff Hardy, who is 43, actor Richard Gere is 71, and Roman Emperor Caligula was born on this day in 12 AD. And if it's your birthday, I want to personally wish you a very, very happy birthday, and I hope it's the best of birthdays. And yeah, enjoy yourself. Happy birthday. This Past, Present, and Future is brought to you by the new single, Lollygagger by Kinda Yellow. It's a balls-out, heavy rock song. It hits straight and to the point and is the perfect workout or driving song to get you pumped anytime you need a good boost of energy. It's Lollygagger from Kinda Yellow. Stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, or anywhere else you listen to music. That's Lollygagger by Kinda Yellow. Rock out to it today. Hey, cutie. If you want to make this lady happy, why don't you subscribe to Industrial Industries World Radio right now? I promise it'll make you even happier. Industrial Industries World Radio. And now, Industrial Industries World Radio's feature presentation. Welcome everybody to the feature presentation and today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got none other than the metal aficionado, the maestro of distorted metal guitars, and the smoothness of the bass. Hailing from New York, kinda yellow. Hello. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I, I am doing just fine. Hi. You have a have very a good. Yeah, you have a voice of silk. You haven't heard my songs then. <laughs> that would be cracking silk. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Kinda Yellow. He is a musician. He is a uh, one-man band at times. The reason why we are able to speak in the same room is... Uh, well, I flew down here on a plane. Oh, okay. Uh, to hang out, do some music, and enjoy the Midwestern life. <laughs> Cotton candy dipped cone from the dairy dip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's... We ran into the dude. I can't think of his name from uh, Dirty Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Williams. Yeah. Mike he, Williams. he was out there you with are. a nice barbecue. He had a nice fire pit going. You enjoy that uh, that cone right there. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a sip of coffee and he looked off into the distance and he started talking about the jobs he needed to do around the house. So. <laughs> It's a dirty job, but someone has to do it. Someone does, definitely, definitely. Mr. Yellow, Mr. Kinda, mm-hmm. um, can we use your real name? Yes. Honest? Mr. Yes. Brandon. His name's yes. Brandon. So I want to be, you know, we're, we're more than just um, 
business partners in music where we're longtime friends. It's been a long time since I've known you now. And it's like I thought about it. we opened up that one song file and it was from 2014. And it's like yeah. I knew you since then. And, and it's like I knew you for years damn. since then. Yeah. So I'd say at least 11, 2011. Yeah. I remember. I think yeah, we got connected. Yeah. Because Fred Durst started a Facebook page uh-huh. and he could only have 5,000 friends. I'm like, oh, shit, let me go add that real quick. Right. And right. I think you sent me a message like, hey, I do music. It was like <laughs> techno music or something. I remember the album cover. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. Or I think you said you said something like, hey, I saw you like Fred Durst or you know Fred yeah. Durst or, some, or you were friends with Fred Durst or something like that. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? I make music too. Or one of us messes the other one. I don't know. I, from what I remember, I mean, you may have a better memory than me because my memory is foggier than shit. But <laughs> uh, all I can remember is, yeah, we both met on the Fred Durst <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> it's not a like page. It was like a personal page yeah. of his that's yeah. connected. Like, he just posted on the Limp Biscuit page one time saying, hey, I'm on Facebook. Add me as a friend. Yeah. And you I can was, only have 5,000 people. Yeah. I jumped on that quick. I'm like, hey, I could use some of these people to become, you know, use my, spread my music to them. Right. That's yeah. That's, yeah. That's the only reason I became friends with him. Yeah. I know he wouldn't talk to me or anything. So. Exactly. No, because I always heard that. Fred Durst was always cool hearing people's demos. And he didn't care if it was on a tape or whatever. So I was thinking, hey, maybe this is a shot. Maybe you could hook me up. So what I thought, I'd add him and then post my music onto his page. And then I thought... I wasn't that naive. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to use the see. people that he friended... So we'd have that mutual friend, and then yeah. hey, I could add them. Yeah, my stuff you to, were you oh. were more realistic. Yeah, with I, your mean, I was using his fans, not him yeah. necessarily. To see, I always have that pipe dream, and I need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, that's uh, regardless. That's how we kind of met, and through that, we just started. Oh yeah, I know this guy. He makes some songs here and there, and you know, I think I asked you to. Uh, featuring vocals, oh, yeah, stuff yep. like that. So you've been on a few of my previous projects before I even became Glowing Ice. So me and kind of Yellow go way back before the Glowing Ice days. So he's kind of an OG kind of dude. I'd, I'd say at least eight years, mm-hmm. maybe nine. Yeah, yeah. I met a, some, a, a couple of cool people off there. I'd still keep up with from him. Oh yeah. Do you well, make any music with them or have no, tried to no. do anything? This dude, this oh, other okay. guy, I know he uh, he does like horror. Uh, stuff on YouTube is pretty cool. How how did you get into music in the first place? Let's let's start from the very very beginning. So what 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 even gave you the hint that you wanted to get into music? It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, songs and skits of seasons one and two. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Hey, 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 it's gonna be okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener, balls, Rap Song 2020, Rap Song 2020. And don't forget the classic hit, Fart in Your Face. I wanna fart on the guitar, I wanna fart on the power bill, I wanna fart on Fred. 
fresh fruit. I want to fart in your face. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here. Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. I don't know. I wanted to be a wrestler while growing up forever. Because <laughs> me and my friend, we used to say, uh, when we turn 18, we're going to go to a, mu- uh, a wrestling school. Yeah. Of course, I was just too fat and lazy, so that kind of came and went. Yeah. I wanted to do something different. I didn't know what I wanted to be, you mm-hmm. know? So I wanted to do something in entertainment, I guess. Yeah. Not just go to work every day. Oh, okay. So did you ever like have those dreams of... Oh, I wanted everybody to be looking at me and I was so, you know, like out there and everybody's going to be praising me. They're going to have posters of me on their wall and all that kind of shit. I don't think so. I just wanted to do it to be good enough to work and do it for a living, not necessarily right. be Nickelback or Scott Stapp. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Just so be. you didn't have to work, but yeah, you could still have yeah, fun. Just yeah. have fun and not have to work. Yeah. I think that's everybody's dream. Well, yeah. Yeah. That comes to the idea you liked wrestling. You know, like during the time I liked wrestling, I was like, well, I still do, but like I was really into it. Oh, yeah. During the times of like the mid to late 90s, early 2000s, that's when like a lot of like new metal things were going on. And like if you're watching wrestling, a lot of the music at the time was incorporated with that. Just a lot of hard, heavy, rap, rock driven kind of stuff. So I think it was, even though you didn't get into wrestling as a wrestler, I kind of see it like, we we just finished a whole album, we'll get into that in a second, but the music that we just finished, they do sound like, they're like intros to, for wrestlers oh, yeah. to yeah. get out. So it's like, that's, I mean, so it kind of goes hand in hand. Right. So even if, you know, you want to be a wrestler, the music, you know, there's a lot of other things that make the thing a whole so music's I, a part of it. True. I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah. So I like, do remember the Raw as War theme was really heavy back then. <laughs> the thorn in your eye. Remember yeah. that song? Yeah. <laughs> the fire. Then just the, the basic stock music of Stone Cold. Yeah. Every week. Man, that was, I was obsessed with that back then. And WCW. Me too. Yeah, me both. too, man. Me too. Yeah, to have a VCR if you wanted to watch them both. Yeah. I'd watch Raw first and record Nitro, come home the next day after school, fucking fast forward <laughs> the commercials, watch Hogan spiel for about an hour. Yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. I got into, that's how I kind of was too, is like either music or wrestling. I wanted to be a wrestler too. But <laughs> I think everyone did. I, yeah, I think so. But like... I look at myself and I realize, eh, I'm not growing too much, so <laughs> I'm not going to be Kevin Nash. And that's what I always, I always saw those big guys as right. what I wanted to be. I never wanted to be a cruiserweight like Malenko or whoever, you know, it was just like always. <laughs> I'll bet you everyone listening doesn't know who the hell Malenko is. I know Dean Malenko. <laughs> right. He can walk around, he can walk down the street, I can point him out. Yeah. Even at 60, I can point him out. Yeah, if we say Rey Mysterio, yeah, maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Malenko. Yeah, the Malenko. You probably get away with Mysterio and Chris Jericho that's from about, that era. Right, that's about Not it. Not Billy Kidman or Psychosis. I, see, <laughs> yeah, we're big wrestling fans here. Today we went to the toy show here in the area. It happens about six times, seven times a year. Um, so 
Give you guys a description. Yeah, you walk into this hall and there's just rows and rows of tables of just vendors with all kinds of stuff. You, it's always a, it's always a mixed bag every single time you go, and uh, you always get a nice whiff of bo at least once there. It's tradition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very. So, Brandon, this was your first time going to the toy show. I've been going since. 2000 so it's been 20 years i've been going what was your experience uh going to the toy show at first it's the same as anyone i've ever been to it was like a comic-con yeah basically without people dressed up well we were all wearing masks i guess so oh yeah it's different so it was the same as anyone i've been to yeah i found something cool yeah yeah you you found a jason Voorhees. yeah and uh, from the 90s it was mcfarlane yeah but yeah they're all the same it's all about the same. Yeah. yeah, people trying to rip you off for right. a Ultimate Warrior with a broken arm, twenty five dollars. I'm like, oh, what about the one that's colored on? He's twenty. Yeah, <laughs> they had red marker all yeah. over his chest. I'm like, oh, I thought they were busted open because all the figures had red foreheads. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, no. After that, I was done. I walked away. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, there's some people out there that'll screw you, and then there's some people out there that's ready to unload the stuff and get rid of it. No. So it's a hit and miss. But uh, yeah, so. Kind of yellow out there. Um, he's just like you and I. He may be, you know, a metal virtuoso, but he also <laughs> he also <laughs> collects action figures. He's a big wrestling fan. Nerd. And, uh, <laughs> nerd no, and nerd. No, nerd no, and nerd. No, no. <laughs> I feel the people that pretend they don't like it are the bigger nerds. Like, oh no, I don't. I don't like that stuff. Oh. Yeah, That's for children. Yeah. This is the part of the uh, interview here where we're gonna have. Mr. Kind of Yellow, he's going to, if he were to be on Tinder, to give you guys an idea where we're going to uh, give you a nice I've Tinder I've never profile. downloaded any of those apps ever. Yeah, I never have either. So I'm just kind of choosing, you know, your attributes. Mr. Brandon, your height. Five, nine. Five, nine. Okay. Enough. All right, your body type. Skinny as a rail. No. Athletic. No. Fun to love. More or, closer to that. Oh, okay. So fun to love. <laughs> well, there's part parts of me are athletic, and then certain parts are fun to love, and then it goes back to athletic. All your weight goes to one spot. <laughs> so when you take pictures, you just kind of angle it because you get the skinny. You know, I could be skinny from here up. Uh, it's just you know right there in the middle. As long as the middle's not shown, it just goes straight to my ass for me. That would be better for me. <laughs> it does not. Uh, your hair color brown. Blonde, yeah, kind of like a dirty blonde. Dirty it looks blonde, like to me. yeah. yeah. yeah the longer, well, the more it grows out, it's brown. Balding, balding. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar, Maybe. I got the Caesar. Here. <laughs> you got the driveways. Yeah, I got the driveways. Is yeah. that what that is? Yeah. Or the D Malenko. I, my hairstyle is a hat. <laughs> <laughs> what is a quote that you live by? My name's Rod. <laughs> Rodney <laughs> Munch. Your, yeah, Rod Munch. <laughs> What's the name? Munch. Munch. Rod. <laughs> now, if you were on Titter, what would you look for? I, I don't know. <laughs> long-term relationship? Oh, yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Long, yeah. Long-term relationship. Yeah. Okay. And on a scale from one to ten, how would you rate yourself? <laughs> Seven, eight. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. Solid eight. Yeah, why not? Is that bad to say? I should I say I'm a three? Everybody's out there thinking... 
oh man, this dude's like so fucking full of himself. No, I don't, I don't know what the, how the is that what they I'm, ask you on see, there to rate yourself? I, I'm putting you on the spot here with these questions, but this is an interview, and I always bring out the hard hitting questions. So um, they really ask that. How would you you would rate yourself? I don't really know. Oh, I just threw that in there. <laughs> I, I, see, like I said, I, I've never been on Tinder, but never. I figured that'd be something. I think I've ever been on a dating site. Yeah, it has been ten years. <laughs> God, it hasn't been this decade. I know. Oh, so you decided to fly here. We've only been able to work together for just a small amount of time, but we banged out an entire album. So, I mean, what is this album all about? It's kick ass. That's what it is. Well, it's, yeah. it's the only way to describe it. Yeah, I'd yeah. say it's pretty short, but it gets straight to the point. So there's no vocals yet, but right, that'll come. We're working on it. That'll, so hopefully, what's your expectations for the album? Dude, I don't know to get someone someone to listen to it. Maybe one, <laughs> <laughs> one to ten. I'll take double digits. I don't know. We're just sitting here working on it, and it's just like, man, this is sounding so good. And it's we spent basically a day and a half shelling out everything well uh, yeah i mean it's really complex so yeah really really metallica and justice for all technical yeah you know they recorded that in a week so we beat them right yeah (laughs) well yeah and to give you some backstory here it's like when did this plan of us uh are you coming to visit and us recording this when did this all start i I was just thinking of it i don't know just year after year i guess just kind of threw it out there sometimes a good year to do it and then the pandemic happened so yeah so this quarantine kind of has uh put a lot of things in people's you know like it's a stick in their bicycle wheel for so to say and that hasn't stopped us it seems like it's very odd that this would be the time that you would come but it's it's a good time because um i've been wanting to do like some heavy kind of music mm-hmm. so this came at a perfect time where both of us got together to really shell out 10 solid really good songs and then you put out a um song earlier that i mixed for you years ago called lollygagger mm. so tell us about that song like where did lollygagger come from <laughs> and all that <laughs> oh, if you listen to the lyrics it's just explicit and it <laughs> describes itself <laughs> I didn't. I did not hide. I don't know. I, I just. This. How has this always done it? Like, for some reason, sexual songs. I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's just the inner part of me. I don't know. So a lot of the themes of your songs are like very sexual yeah. and just dirty and nasty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> do you, do you feel like you want to get away from that, or do you do you love the lane that you're in, and that is your deal? I don't think I'm going to get away from it. <laughs> but uh, is it going to be what that's all about? No. Right. Rod Munch is going to be in there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, that is sexual. I guess that's sexual. <laughs> so. it's, it's, a, it's a humor kind of thing, but it's like, <laughs> Rod, yeah. Rod Munch. So uh, just to give you guys some background, <laughs> Rod Munch, uh, in our breaks while we're sitting here recording, we'll take a break, get lunch, and I got like the complete series of Beavis and Butthead, and we'll sit there and watch Beavis and Butthead and uh, <laughs> enjoy it, and we're big fans. So, uh We've been uh, watching Beavis and Butthead, so it's a it's been a nice experience, I think, for uh, Brandon here. Yeah, yeah I, I would. I w- I'm, I'm curious to ask you. I think I, I know I've asked you, but just for the record, um, you are now. You've been to Small Town USA. You know the region pretty well. You have experienced the people, the food, the environment. 
what, what, what could you say just about Small Town USA? Just a nice roundabout. If you were to sell it to somebody, say, hey, I, you know, you should come to visit Small Town USA it's, sometime. What? It's, it's extremely cliche. I see, I've seen people with mullets, big <laughs> trucks. Uh, a lot of trashy areas. I'll leave it at that. I won't say, <laughs> can't go past that. But I, I grew up in Arkansas and in Texas. On the, right there on the line. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Up, but up in New York, there's not as many loud trucks yeah. or mullets. <laughs> it's a bit or more sleeveless shirts. I saw earlier <laughs> today at the <laughs> that burger place. Yeah. It, oh, it's a, it's the classic thing: sleeveless shirt, yeah. yep. big one framed uh, sunglasses, yep. one lens sunglasses, all connected, and uh, backwards uh, hat with a. It's a yeah or a mullet. Camo. This yeah. dude had a mullet. I saw him earlier. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's my home. Yeah, <laughs> this is it's my extremely home. cliche. It's a good old town. Just everybody knows each other. <laughs> Everyone so, does each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. When, so when you, when you drive around, everybody waves at you. Yeah. Oh, I saw people waving earlier. <laughs> they just, yeah, they, they wave just at wave. strangers. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, I it's, see it's you. like that down south too. You know, if you you're driving past somebody, do the one. Oh yeah. Two, if you maybe know them, and if you know them, you do the whole. Hey, or it's five fingers. You do the one finger, two finger, and then you know you know the person. It's the five finger wave. Like, hey, while you're on the steering wheel, hey. And if you really know them, you flip them all. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. they'll get it. It means yeah, okay. Oh, you did that yesterday. I saw you drive away and you flipped them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's my wave. (laughs) Hey, but if it was someone you casually knew, you would have went. No, yeah, you can't break that barrier. You know, it's like (laughs) two two fingers. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, hey, I'm a nice guy, huh? If I really knew you and I really liked you, I'd flip you off, but yeah. that would come off wrong and then you'd be mad We're at casual. me. Yes, exactly. Kind of yellow. This is his debut album. It's in the works. Yeah, I've never had, a, I guess, an album. I've had singles. Yeah. Like many, like a lot of songs, but no, like, complete album. Yeah. Which I, I always wanted to do. I mean, I always wanted to do that for you or with you, and it's like... Uh, I've recorded albums in the past via internet, but I didn't, it's like, it's great to have somebody who knows what he's doing in the same room yeah, and just really, like, really pound out these songs. It felt good to have someone push record and play instead of me. Uh, having the, 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 recording over the drums while we're doing the guitar you're like where the hell do, where's the drums yeah I'm looking at it oh I'm recording over the drums too damn it so you spend most of your time recording solo yeah have you ever recorded with anybody else was it always just you by yourself I've like maybe three or four people and I never see them again mm. <laughs> I've had a few friends so, so how's that turn out it's like hey Hey, dude, we should get in a band, and then we could. Well, do we this. never, we never really talk about a band. We just, hey, we should record sometime. And I'll, I'll go to their house. I've had them come to my house, and then they just, they just dead me. They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever try to like call them back? And I've done maybe once, but twice, and then they they're just, just like, like yeah. they can come to me. That's that's. I'm not going to beg you to come back. That uh, goes with anybody. Oh, <laughs> I don't well, beg yeah. for anyone. Please, please come back. I'll be yeah, no, that's no. like. No, yeah. I'll holler back out on me. Like, if you want to come over and do it again, we can. But yeah, and then they just never say nothing. Okay. Yeah. I I would feel like recording an album is a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. And uh, we I laid out the drums. Mr. Yellow came in, and he laid down guitars, bass. Sometimes when his fingers were a little sore, I filled in with bass. <laughs> and then when my fingers were sore, he came back. 
and then you know th- it goes to show you know how long we really haven't touched an instrument in yeah. a while so. yep. <laughs> and it's just like well it's just been work pandemic stuff i've been doing podcasting stuff so it's i'm getting back into the music thing so this was a perfect icebreaker for me to start recording more yeah i was i was really rusty to begin with yeah but you got the hang of it really quick within that first song with the halfway through i started getting comfortable again yeah i was like yeah ready to go a lot of these songs are just really hard and heavy and they have the perfect amount of just some delayed clean guitars but most of it's just heavy just Mm -hmm. good pounding stuff and none of it is boring like you know some songs you'll listen to and it's just like oh this is a filler track skip you know yesterday we were going back on some of the songs and uh, opening up the session we listen back and it's like oh yeah that song i remember that song i'm like i get excited ready to listen and there's not even vocals on it yet right so uh which could make or break it well obviously it does make or break it but Mm -hmm. That is the next step. So where we're at right now recording this is we got all the music done for the songs. I'm going to add just a few more synth parts and just some technical production stuff. But like the meat and potatoes and the thing that is worth a shit is done. And uh, and then Brandon's going to come in with some uh, vocals uh, while he's back in New York. And hopefully by the end of this year, uh, we release the album. So still a work in progress, but it's good that he got here and we shelled out all the songs really quick, which you always say the instrumental is the easiest part it for you. It is, by yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah, the guitars is by far the easiest part. Well, it's the funnest part, too. It is it's the like, funnest ah, part. Yeah. I never wanted to be the singer. Mm-hmm. Still don't, <laughs> but I've always had to. Yeah, my vocals. I've always just had to do it. No one's ever taught me anything. No one taught me how to record or play. Nothing. Yeah. So I learned it all by myself. Same here. I mean, all so, it, so in the same boat. Um, but I, it, it's it's hard when you work with other people in music because uh, a lot of musicians they have like very strong personalities and a lot of them always clash. You know, if you you want to do something. Uh, and they don't or it's like I don't like that and it's like uh, you want to be creative and be free to do what you want to do but then you have this guy that's going to tell you something different and it's like uh, yeah. such a pain in the ass um, us recording what was your experience working with me was I that big of a pain in the ass no just a slight it was bit. easy no? no no I'm not fluffing you I wasn't no. an asshole just a tiny no. bit damn it <laughs> I'm not gonna fluff her. I'm not your fluffer <laughs> So recording with me in the room, uh, how much easier was it as opposed to working by yourself? Well, the only thing I found hard about it is I felt pressure to get it right because I didn't want you to have to keep deleting it and deleting it and oh, deleting it. Because when I'm me. by myself, I can mess up a hundred times and yeah. be like, yeah, there's no one here. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, trust me, I, I've worked with plenty of people that like, it would take five hours to get one song done mm. so considering within a day and a half combining the day and a half excluding breaks and sleeping yeah it probably took us 14 hours to get 10 songs done 15 probably not hours. even that yeah. yeah maybe not even that maybe an hour a song if that yeah and but, that's um, starting with nothing but the drums. Yeah. Not even, maybe, just barely even that. Yeah, and the drums so. was just like maybe an eight-second little pattern I slapped together, and then we just programmed it as we went along, and it turned out... Someone, I can't even remember who they were, but they wanted to sing on a song of mine, so I found this random drum beat on YouTube, 
and I made a badass song out of it. I sent it to them. They're like, there's no way in hell you sent it. This song can't be, there's nothing to it. And then they sent the message me back like, holy shit, there's no way you did that within an hour. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Put the whole thing together. Yeah, like, it's, it's ready to sing. It's a, yeah, like, there's it's, no it's way. Not that, yeah. It's yeah, a, it is. Yeah. It sounded good. When you work with a pro, that's how it goes. <laughs> no, but I, seriously, honestly, uh, I've never been in a project where it took, it was so easy to do something. Like back in 2009, when I was in a band with another dude and he took care of all, it was basically the same thing. I took care of all the drums and uh, he would come in with a guitar and bass and then we both kind of knock out the vocals together. To get that album done, it took almost a year. Mm. So, As most bands say they take that long. Right, yeah. And that was just, I think, a lot of like, we would go and maybe record a verse worth of music and then stop, and then go to the mall and then fuck off for like five hours and then be like, oh, it's a little late. Let's call it a day. And then nothing happens for like the next two weeks. And then, you know, that's how it kind of went with that. Yeah. But here it's like we're both grown men now. We have business to attend to, even though when we wake up in the morning and be, I'd wake up and be like, all right, dude, you ready to hit it? <laughs> it's like, let's get some shit done before we fu- want to fuck off the rest of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what that was our uh, whole deal. Wake up, knock out a few things, go get brunch or mm-hmm. lunch, then go back and just hit it hard, get dinner, and then uh, maybe knock out a few more things. And then the next half of the day, we pretty much knocked out everything else Mm -hmm. so i want to get into your writing process like how you write a song how you start out so is it the drums first do you have a guitar okay it's always drums i've never had a way to do drums so whatever drums i can get my hands on i work around it (laughs) i've never actually been able to make a drum beat myself oh okay so it's always just whatever drums i get my hands on gotcha and then you you'll just listen to that and how long does it take usually to like have a guitar riff come up and you'd come up with one like a minute or two yeah <laughs> i've no, i've noticed that it's not long at all like it goes I mean, they're, but they're not like they're hard to play right so so your styling is uh your guitar style yep. what would you call it drop d drop d just New drop metal d. like i don't know limp biscuit chevelle yeah tool yeah. that drop d grindy Heavy stuff like that, not hard to play. Well, Tool, Tool's more complicated, but some of their songs aren't. But yeah. Like Chevelle's not. So I'd probably say more like that. Yeah. That drop D, easy stuff. So like your your influence is late 90s, early 2000s. Yes. Like we've been talking. Yep. Yeah. Same here. So it, you'll, you'll record the, the guitar, and then bass always comes afterwards, yes. right? That's bass how it's yeah. last. Yep. And then bass, and then the vocals come. Yeah. And... Like you said, usually you record the vocals, just kind of go in there and say whatever, and most of it's ad-libbed. The, the, some songs are different. Some I do have them, like, I have it on that word processor or whatever, and I'll have it like, that's what I use. Oh, okay. I don't write them down. I've never used notebook paper. I've always oh, typed it out okay. on the computer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll do what I can and then make up the rest. Sometimes just ad-lib it. It's different every time. I don't know. It's I'm a vocalist, not a singer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vocalist. There we go. Oh, <laughs> I can do that. Oh, see, I'm a vocalist. Now. I'm here not to ruin this. <laughs> I'm here to add to it, but yeah. not take over. Yeah, but not ruin it. Because <laughs> people expect some sort of singing. Yeah, it's just a voice on they there. They do. I am voice. Instruments. There. Instrumentals have always been a little weird to me because you always expect some kind of. Yeah. singing on it you're waiting and it's like he's gonna even come in even if it's in good now. or bad you're wait, yeah you're like oh okay 
Yeah. And he's, then you judge it like, this dude sucks. <laughs> it's that, ruining the song. So, yeah, it's like singing is always the decider whether you want to keep going with it I, or not. Yep, it is. Well, look at Fred Durst. He's not the, the best singer no, in the world. No, he could, he could kind of hold the key. You gotta have key, charisma. But... Yeah, you gotta hold the key. He adds yeah. to it and yeah. stuff like that. A lot of confidence always helps, you yeah. know. Give us a timeline of when you first started. Like, what was your first song that you, like, wrote... And you put down, recorded, like, and you felt like th- I am, I have something here, you know. I think it was called "Fuck Off and Die." It's the first song I ever wrote. Uh, it was like 2007. Yeah, that was a great year. 2007, and uh, every song had almost the same drums because I didn't know how to. They were loops, uh-huh. and I didn't know how to speed them up or anything. So all my songs almost sound. I used different guitar riffs on them, but most of the drums sounded the same. I let my nephews listen to it, and I. Yeah, he talked to the other nephew. Hey, this one sounds like the other one. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm right here, I can see you. I'd always go, hey, see what you think of this. He, they were little, they were kids. Yeah. Hey, this song sounds like this other one. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good. It's, it's cool. Huh? It's cool. Well, do you have a copy of Fuck Off and Die? Maybe. Yeah, I would love to listen to Maybe. that. We've got you signed to Industrial Industries. Yeah. Uh, it's not written down in paper, but you are signed <laughs> it's somewhere. It's a sturdy handshake. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was a fist bump because you're not supposed to yeah, handshake. That's right. right. No handshake rule here. Actually, it was a nod across the room because yeah. you're not even supposed to fist bump either. It was a nod across the room wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. Because you still get germs fist bumping. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. We social distance. Yeah. Debut your music videos on there and all that, so... It'd be cool. I will plug it with Instagram, Facebook, oh, yeah. MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, not MySpace. I miss that, though. I miss MySpace, too. A lot. Speaking of MySpace, how, how many fans did you have back then? What was your MySpace days like? I don't know. Maybe 40,000, 50,000 I can think of. All my songs had a lot of hits, like... 11, 12,000 on some. Yeah. They weren't even good. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the music the music was okay. My vocals were just awful. I get messages telling yeah. me that. So. <laughs> well, you got some good messages too, right? Oh, I got a lot. Yeah. 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 So what was the appeal to your music back then to the MySpace or what would they say? Honestly, it was like a lot of girls would they used to message me a lot. Hey, yeah. you shouldn't wear masks. You shouldn't wear masks. Because you look hot. Is yeah, that what they said? Yeah, it was weird. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. it's not about that. Did you listen? Most of them didn't even listen. Uh, you shouldn't well, wear masks. I, I remember that a lot. A lot of weird people. God, yeah, that was uh, that was a weird time. I remember on MySpace, there was this dude, and he was like in his 40s. And he was wanting me to go to a log cabin with him. <laughs> what the hell? I never got, yeah. never got that. No, those are my mine fans. Were women. <laughs> mine were women back then. Or I think they were. Hell, so, I don't know. So the music that I made back then, that's what that attracted. Just <laughs> wow. the creepiest, probably, potential serial killers. So you were pretty big, though, on MySpace. Because I recall when I had music popping off on MySpace, too. And I think... The biggest song I had had like 30,000 plays on it, and that yeah. was pretty decent, but it wasn't enough to really anybody care too much, you know? It was just like, eh, people liked it. You know, I had like 200, 250 kind of people, so for you to have like tens of thousands, yeah. like... Did you get any kind of big exposure? Were you featured in a magazine? Did you get interviewed or anything like that? I remember doing some, like, interviews and stuff. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think they were anything big. 
the interview I remember, I didn't even like talk to him. I typed. Like, no. They were to ask me a question. I typed. Yeah. Hey, who's who plays this? I'd be like me. <laughs> You're, the bass on this song is really good. Who's a bass player? Me. <laughs> and then they would play the song. Oh, okay. So, and then they would play it, and they'd come back to ask me a few more questions and play another song. We're gonna play this Grim Reaper. I remember that one playing. They really loved the bass on that one. We really love the bass on this song. We're gonna play it again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That song's still on YouTube. It's Grim okay. Reaper. Yeah. Okay. It's See, okay. I, I really haven't listened to all of the tracks. Like I've heard plenty, but yeah. like, how many tracks have you put out all together that you know that you? Put out purposely, like round ballpark, like 20, 30? Less than 15. Less than 15? Okay. And a lot of 15? I don't know. Yeah. The it, old. Now. You know, I have yeah. some music videos on there too. I've noticed it. Actually, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Actually, like 20, 30,000 views on some. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> then they they stalled in recent years. Well, yeah. They, they plateaued. They got up there. Yeah. A lot of comments and stuff on it, but then. What kind of comments do you get on the YouTube that are like bad? Is that all you can play? <laughs> Is that the only note you can play? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I had some back then. I would write. I had a song called Razor Blade, and then I think I had another song mentioning Razor Blades. And some chick messaged me, or it might have been on YouTube. You is all you sing about is uh, razor blades. I was on MySpace. They sent me that message. I'm like, yeah, yeah, problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Are you, are you trying to insult me? Or are you asking me? I don't know what's going on here. I, I've had that too where some people ask me. It's like, then afterwards I think, wait, that was an insult. It was so soft and weak that I didn't even take it. Like, if you're going to insult somebody, put some ass into it. I remember me and a previous friend covered a Slipknot song called Purity. Mm-hmm. I did the music. He did the vocals for right. once. And uh, we shared it in this Slipknot Mushroom Head group, which were the most awful fucking people I've ever met yeah, in this yeah. group. We, we just, I, one of us shared it. I think he did. And they heard his feelings so bad, he deleted the song. Oh, I said, wait a minute. Let me do it. I'll put it on there. I don't care. It's, these people are not scared of this shit. Yeah, right. So I, it, I think it's on my Facebook somewhere. Deep, yeah. deep in there. I'll no. have to try to find that. Yeah. I don't think it's any good. But. Well, yeah. It's, his feelings got hurt, so. Like get the hell! Yeah, it's, don't be doing this if your feelings are going to get. Yeah, hurt. you got to have a thick skin to do. You're going to hear, I think, probably more awful things than. Good. Yeah, I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. But there's always going to be someone that hates you, though. Most people are really cool, but uh, okay. So this one is uh, just like uh, me doing a tutorial, and the tutorial at the beginning was five seconds of me slapping some audio together. Like, didn't care. It was intentionally bad, but someone has to go out there and say. This person, that was a horrible intro. And I just said, <laughs> obviously. It's like, uh, 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 you, when you make something and you know it's bad and you do it intentionally, you know you could have done better, but you just don't care. And that is the whole point. And then you got some genius out there yeah. thinking they got one up on you and they're going to tell you. It's like, yeah, all right, thanks. I mean, that, that's all you could really say. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, you know. Oh man, my feelings are hurt. Well, you know what? You yeah. suck. And uh, it's like you just got to be like, hey, that's just how it is to any stranger, and that's the weird thing about the internet. But hey, if you're gonna put yourself out there, that takes some balls in itself to just do that. And well, 
You just get, if you're if if you got balls to do that, you might as well just like not care and just be like. Yeah. I have deleted comments on there sometimes. Like I'll read it, I'm like that's eh, not worth it. I'll just delete it. Yeah. So just leaving it on there, you know. I do like the ones that say, "Why are you not famous? Why are you not famous yet? What the hell's the holdup?" I'm like, I don't know. You have, you tell me. <laughs> I want to know too. Bring yeah yeah. It's like. I don't know the right. My dad's not rich. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, like my cousin's not in Mudvayne. Yeah, my mom's not the uh, costume I designer s- for Elton John. Like I saw, Slash was. Uh, I think I saw Stain and Godsmack and uh, some other bands, but the opening band they were awful. And this the singers, he's. I was like, how the hell do these dudes get signed? He brings up he's, he brings up Chad Gray from Mudvayne and Hell Yeah. I'd like to reach out. For- Chad Gray for helping me get on this tour. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh. that makes sense. I yeah. Just choke that dude. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know Chad Gray from Mudvayne. Yeah. <laughs> Had so, to be his brother or cousin. I don't know what it was. I can't remember the band either, but uh, yeah, I remember him off. throwing that out there. Yeah, they never made it. Yeah. Even with Chad Gray from Mudvayne yeah. is the reference. <laughs> All right, I'll get you on the tour, but you're going to leave me alone. Yeah. There's probably that little cousin pulling up. Please, can yeah. you get us on the tour? We're going to get into more personal stuff, but just uh, to knock everything else out of the park with recording, what, what what did you say is the worst part of recording? Vocals, for one. Yeah. I don't know. All of it. I mean, it's not, it's not always fun. No, yeah. It's tedious. Uh, it's frustrating. I don't know. The, one of my favorite parts is you do a song, and then the next day you listen to it, and you're like, hey, that's pretty good. Let me yeah. see what I did yesterday. Yeah. Hey, because you forget what it sounds. I mean, yeah. in your head, you can sort of remember what it sounds like. Yeah. And then you listen to it the next day and you get refreshed. You're like, damn, this is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That is the best thing. Yeah. And sometimes you record something, you get back to the next day and it sucks. And oh, you're like, yeah. You're like, what the hell was I thinking? Uh, uh, damn it. I've you, had plenty of songs like that. Yeah. And so have I, man. It's like, <laughs> but I never scrap anything. How, how is your handling of songs that you kind of just put to the wayside? Do you delete them and let them go or do you still have a lot of... No, they're all still there. Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. I know All some people. Yeah, some people just delete it and move on. But I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'll go back and listen. You know, at a l- later date, and then it's weird how your mind will work sometimes because it's like you you listen. It sucks at the moment. Then a year later, you go back and listen to it. and It's like, oh, I know another way I could tackle yep. this and put something new in, and it becomes your favorite thing. Right. So that's what I would say for to anybody out there that's recording. Always save your shitty songs. And you never know, later on, it may turn into something better. When you make music, it builds up, you know, it builds up. You have to have a relief. Yeah. Like, to me, I, I go, I start going crazy if I can't make something, mm-hmm. some kind of artistic music or something. So it clears your head, sort of, for me, you know. No, preach it to the choir. Yeah. You, you bring that up, and that's so good to... There's so many people out there, they don't, they do not have a, you know, release... They never right. picked up an instrument. There's a lot of people that go through life and they don't have any idea of what they want to do. And they never try to do anything. And so they just, you know, grow up and they never have a release because they didn't try anything. It's like, it's kind of your own fault. You should have maybe tried to do something. Even if, you know, you may not be the best at it, at least it's something that is yours that you could enjoy doing. Right. So, and I listen to like songs differently too. I'll listen to like the guitars yeah. and the instruments instead of just like 
oh hey I like this song I listen to why they did it how yeah and then this certain spot you're like hey that spot's pretty I've ripped off a lot of songs doing that <laughs> I, I use it for my own oh, that's a pretty good idea yeah. or I hear a word in a song and it inspires a whole song so like that Broken Halo song I have I heard it in some band they was talking about Broken Halos I'm like damn that's, that's a pretty good idea that's, there. Yeah. that's when I wrote the just had the song title that's one of my better songs I think of yeah. mine so a lot of people say, hey, when you start out as a musician, you kind of have to replicate and just kind of mirror what your favorite things are. And then over time, your first couple of years, you're just going to be a copycat of whatever you like. Yep. And then after a while, you'll you'll get your own voice and your own ideas of, you know, your own unique sound and then build off from that. Um, but those first couple of years are always crucial with recording. Like yep. you always just got to... You know, just keep at it. You may suck right now and you sound like this and your dad and your mom even told you that you suck. <laughs> your grandma tells my, you to... My parents never heard anything. I don't think I ever put out. I never oh, told them anyway. Uh, none of them listen to mine either. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better that way. They, they have a better image of me if they don't. <laughs> what is this crap? Yeah. What is this disco crap? Is this what you do all day? Can you make something like ACDC? Yeah. Can you scream like... Uh... Yeah. Uh, Bond Scott yeah Brian Johnson mm -hmm. to close everything up yeah we've we've got the album done and we're working on besides just the songs there's gonna be we're probably 20 tracks on this thing and including these 20 tracks there's gonna be like little intros that was kind of your idea you wanted to yeah. do intros and why is that it's a lost thing. You were, oh, the Limp Biscuit CD, The Significant Other. There's yeah. a lot of hidden yeah. things. Uh, Matt Penfield's on there screaming <laughs> about stuff. and They add hidden tracks. Uh, that's not a thing anymore. There's no such thing. Yeah. Because there's no hidden track. It's all, you know, you get paid per stream per track. Mm -hmm. So if we can, I don't know. This is kind of a throwback to that. Yeah. Adds more atmosphere to it. Even though there's really, albums are sort of dead. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool. I, I think it's add cool little, too. Thing to it to introduce it but yeah. you know most people if they were to listen to it they would just pick the actual songs and leave the, third, yeah. the little intros out they're only 30 seconds in <laughs> you get to be like 31 yeah that's why you see all the pop artists are like two minutes now yeah they want you to go back just keep going how yeah. they're gonna loop their song anyway yeah they might as well just Get another, another stream play. out of it. Yeah, yeah. another play yep. out of it like an album is like should be an experience right. front to back yeah. You know, it should have an atmosphere to it, a feel to it, right? Instead of just here's 10 songs, go stream it. And then we put together one song today, actually, a little bonus song, and it was Lollygagger. And uh, we revamped it for 2020 2020 remix, yeah. So, uh, that will actually be dropping as a single very soon, and we'll be playing that on the show as well. So, just to give you a little debut on a uh, Lollygagger 2020, yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah. And speaking of streams, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the words, sing it, because I forgot them. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You're fired. Don't you hate that when a singer at a concert lets the crowd sing? It's, I want to hear yeah. you fucking sing. Especially when it's a, a CD, a live CD. Oh, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. Like, <laughs> you sing it on the yeah. live CD, you I jerk. bought the damn ticket to hear you, not the damn crowd. With no advertising, no one really knows much about you, nope. you know. And you would think, though, like, 
even though in MySpace you had like tens of thousands of people following you, it's kind of translated to where you are now. You got a lot of followers on Instagram and Facebook and all that. Yeah. And it's it's a shame because, what do you say? You put something up and... Yeah, uh, maybe 0.1% see it or like it. Yeah. Especially on Instagram. I have like over 10,000, maybe 100 or two likes per thing. I don't have a business... They call it a business profile on Instagram, oh, yeah. which I'm not. But they always ask me if I want to be. They'd probably be even less because they'd want me to boost it. Oh, yeah. I look at those, like some of those bands, they'll have like 75,000 followers on there. And back when you could see their likes, they were only getting maybe 100 or two. Like, what the hell am I going to do that for? Yeah. It's a ripoff. It's all a scam. It's a, mon- it's a monopoly. Yeah. That's what it, but where else are you going to go? Yeah. yeah. You, you can't pay, you can't afford the TV commercials. No. So we need to start doing billboards. <laughs> billboards yeah. on the sides of highways. That's what we need to do. That's that our would next. Be, well, you get the our next thousand dollars. That's okay. That's a that's probably a better investment than you know advertising I on did, some social I, media. I did have one song. I uh, I ran ads for it through YouTube, and it got a thousand out of that. I think it would play like at the beginning of another song or something on YouTube. Mm. But I remember that jumped up. Got a few comments on that. Hmm. I put like five or ten bucks in it. Yeah, but if you, I, I, I think what they want you to do is drop like a thousand, and then they'll promote the hell out of you. But who's going to do that? And they know that. Yeah, because most people that make music are poor, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Talking about everything else, music wise, I just want to ask you one more thing about music. The process of writing a song, what gets the juices going? You know, some musicians, they have a ritual that they do before they get into the studio. Is there any ritual you have? Sometimes I I'll watch a movie or hear a certain word, and then uh, that word will stick to me, and then it inspires a whole song. Yeah. Like lollygagger, I don't even know where the hell I heard that at, but that inspired something, that whole song, just to be gross i don't know <laughs> like broken halo i heard that in a song somewhere and i'm like yeah hey, that sounds pretty cool write it down or take a mental note of it and then write a, write a whole song around it don't even know what this is going to be yeah but i just hear that quote and i go from there yeah so there's no i don't have any rituals or anything but i always hear i'll hear something i'm like i'll remember that yeah or you'll, you'll even think of a song or a riff or something yeah and yeah. you'll forget it an hour later. You're like, mm, that's the what worst. The hell was that, earlier? that is the worst. Oh well, I guess it's not important. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you think you got it back, but it's not exactly right. right. It's not the right timing or something. And you're just like, God, now that sucks. Now I'm done. It's a. Uh, do you ever get into like a rut where you feel like you 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 can't come up with anything else, and you feel like, man, maybe just music isn't for me. Probably, I probably, yeah. Well, it's been a while since I've worked on anything, so yeah. Yeah, I'd say now, yeah. until the, until these well, past couple of days. Yeah, I, I mean though, like when even when you're working a lot with music, do you ever have you ever come to that point where you're just like, man, maybe I should have just spent my free time doing something else? No, <laughs> okay. No, I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, I just I don't know. I've always been hesitant to put stuff out because I have to promote it and then Pete. People won't listen to it, so I feel like I'm wasting my time. Oh. So. You do the opposite of me. <laughs> I'll put something out first, and then nothing happens, and I feel discouraged. <laughs> I'm so stupid. You got the business mind. I got, like, just the, here, shit it out. Why ain't anybody giving yeah, a shit? I wasn't watching or listening. They're supposed to just know it's yeah. out. I mean, just telepathically, the whole world should have known. Even if they know, they 
still probably won't care. You, it's hard to get people to do something new. Oh yeah, if it takes more than a click or fill out a uh, email address, they're oh no. yeah, it's done. No, nope. no, nope, no and way. Who are you? Yeah, can you, you click on this? Yeah, I'm like that too. Sometimes you're I am scrolling too. through and you'll click yeah. on something and then it won't load. Yeah, okay, so and then you just like, click to the next yeah, one. Yeah, that's how the attention span is now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you know it, I know it, oh, yeah. and that's that's how I am. That's so we got it. Yeah. No, going all in on this one. I'm going to be tap it. dancing on the street corner with the album cover. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Buy this. This is going to be something. <laughs> Check this out. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. All right, guys. So we'll be back with Kind of Yellow after this message. When you walk into Mertzbacher's Jewelry, you're not coming in for the small town price, but you're coming in for the small town charm. Mertzbacher's Jewelry has been in business for over 120 years. Now you can trust Mertzbacher's Jewelry because when you see me, you see an old man with a smile on his face and a leather overall coat. You know how it is, old grandpa's in the workshop again, working hard. I'll ask you what you're in for today, I'll give you a handshake that's stronger than oak, your son a pat on the head, and a hard caramel candy. That's that small town charm that everyone comes to Mertzbacher's for. That's someone you love is one of a kind, so why not give them something that is one of a kind from Mertzbacher's Jewelry. We're located right down the street on Willow Lane. Pop on in and see us today. Mertzbacher's Jewelry. Small town service with a smile. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, chat with Kind of Yellow about some personal things about him. And, My favorite. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be very nice and juicy. Pick out your f- five favorite movies. You're dating a chick, and you're gonna like, oh, I need to show her this, or this, and this, and this. Oh, what would be your five? Five? I don't know. I've I've had thousands of DVDs at one point. But I can think of Lost Boys. I have not seen that. That's a good one. Probably the best movie I've ever seen. You never okay. seen Lost Boys? Uh uh-uh. oh, God. I like From Dusk Till Dawn. That's another vampire. They're two vampire movies. Oh, okay. Sling Blade's really good. That's a good one. That <laughs> is a great one. That's one of the best one. movies ever yeah. made. I used to record a lot of the songs to that. I would play it, and I don't know, it just like calmed me down. Like, I had my computer here, and the TV's to the left, and I have Sling Blade on. So a lot of this, my songs I did vocals on probably had <laughs> Sling Blade in the background. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those movies that calmed me down. Yeah, that is it a, helped me pay a, attention. I don't, I don't know how to explain. It's a good that. movie. You keep your eyes on that thing all the whole time it's on. Yeah, like in between thoughts, I'd sit there and just watch the movie. Oh, and I get back to it. <laughs> Have you seen the Joker movie? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. How'd yeah. you like that? I loved it. Yeah. I watched it twice at the movies. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. I like it. It was good. I don't just scary movies. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm, okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some scary movies that would. Just uh, vampire. I like vampire movies. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Twilight. I did see all five of those. <laughs> at the, I have five Twilight movie stubs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say don't, that. Don't be, I, I saw. I, what was the new dawn? Is that like the one in between? Uh, I think that's number two. I don't or know. I can't remember. Moon. I can't remember. New Moon's maybe number three. Oh, okay. I'll admit, I do like the first one a lot. I've seen that one several times. The rest, I, I don't really remember. Yeah, it's all... I remember the last one was not good. And it just soured me on the whole thing. Mm. I somehow got suckered into watching the first two or three. I'm like, well, I'm, I may as well just finish the whole series at the movies. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 
so I did. But there's I no shame. My favorite. Yeah, there's some shame in that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the Robert Pattinson dude, the Edward dude. I like him. I think yeah. he's the new Batman. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm, I'm excited. About I, yeah, he's he's not cool. bad. He'll yeah, he'll he'll be good. Yeah, I can't think. There's so many movies. It's like asking your favorite CDs or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, that's Thousands. actually that's actually the next question. <laughs> you and I both. We met through Limp Biscuit, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oddly. <laughs> the odds. If yeah. he had never made the uh, his profile, I'd probably, I don't know. Yeah. would be here. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Uh, things wouldn't be, yeah, things would be totally different. Unless we met by another twist of fate somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite albums of Limp Biscuit from top to bottom, what would you say? Like, favorite, best to worst? Significant Other, Starfish, uh, Results May Vary. Okay. Cobra and then three dollar bill. It's been a while since I listened to hot dog flavored water just because Oh god, I had to my brother he has who got me into them. Really? Well I got into them what changed it all. I used Metallica used to be my favorite band. Yeah. I got into them through reload. Yeah. For some reason that's how I didn't know eighties Metallica. I knew yeah. the black album and up. That's I, how I kind of started yeah. too. Yeah. I knew reload. I had that one first, and then I got the Black Album. Mm-hmm. So that was just my favorite band. Yeah. And I, how I got into them, uh, Limp Biscuit was I bought the Mission Impossible Two soundtrack for the Metallica song. Uh-huh. He comes, he would come over. I was, with my, yeah, I lived at home, and he came over. He he wanted to listen to the first song. I'm like, no, Metallica's number two. He's like, I don't care. I listened to the first of the Mission Impossible song yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had this. My dad had this big ass entertainment like four twelves entertainment system. Yeah, he, we I had is a five disc CD changer, and he put that on there. He's just jamming to uh, the Mission Impossible song. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there like, "Hey, you gonna change the song to what? <laughs> the song we bought it for is number two. <laughs> He's like, "Just listen to this. They fucking jam." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's how I, that's how I got started with that. That whole genre was like that. Yeah. Rob Zombie, Blink One Eighty Two, and Metallica. That was my first." I didn't know Corn or anyone like that when I first got into music, so... Yeah, yeah, the Holy Trinity. There yeah. You go. <laughs> Sugar Ray. Yeah. Kid Rock. Yeah, oh he, yeah. That's who he got me into Kid Rock, too. Yeah. I mean, he bought that CD. He called me over. You gotta come listen to this. He lived within walking distance. Mm-hmm. So he he just kept playing ball with the ball over and over and over. The little... The little... Where you do the... Yeah. He's like, that was badass. I'm going to play that song again. Yeah. And then Cal, he's like, Cowboy, this is going to be his next song right here. And like, it, it did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost fuck? every song on that is a bop, man. Yeah. Oh. So I was like, I got to have the CD too. Yeah. <laughs> what was your first CD you ever had? I, I got two from Columbia oh. House. Oh, the penny thing? You <laughs> yes. get 12 for a penny? I think we were already members, but I picked it. It was Rob Zombie, Hellbilly Deluxe. Good album. And Sugar Ray, 1459. <laughs> That's when I first got them both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 1459 starts out with that heavy intro, and then it's just... Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were heavy. That's how I knew them was from the fly. Yeah. And, yeah. Every morning... As I tell everybody, anybody that loves rock music, listen to Lemonade and Brownies by Sugar Ray. And their next album, the, uh, what is that? Yeah, uh, I remember they had, they had a song about Mike Tyson on there. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that Iron one. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and a lot of songs about how um, it only takes 10 seconds for Mark McGrath to uh, do what he needs to do with a woman, then he's watching TV. 
That's a, there's a song on there about that. So it's def, it's just a fucking awesome party album. And oddly enough, that album is produced by DJ Lethal. Oh, from Limp Bizkit. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. He's and also House a producer. Of Pain. Yeah, House of Pain. So yeah, definitely anybody out there that's. Uh, has a sour idea of what Sugar Ray is. Pick up lemonade and brownies. <laughs> I just want to fly yeah. in the other one. What's a guilty pleasure? I like early 80s new wave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really cheesy stuff like that. Like all the one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. I like 80s movies that are, I don't know. There's some John Hughes movies that are like really love story. I like those. Yeah. There's this movie called Some Kind of Wonderful that no one knows about. That's another movie I used to watch on. Repeat. I never heard of it. Yeah. You ever seen uh, Pretty in Pink? I haven't seen Pretty in Pink. It's the male version of Pretty. Pink. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> and it bombed. It was okay. a late '80s bomb. But I don't know. I always liked it. It was really good. Yeah. I had it on DVD, and I'd, when I want to make music, I'd put it on. And it would just—it's weird. That's probably it's some of my own songs through the background. It's got Eric Stoltz in it. Uh, the the mom from Back to the Future is the love interest in it. Well, one of them. There's two women. Oh. It's a John Hughes movie. No one knows about it, but it's really good. If you ever see it for a dollar, I recommend it. It's a cheesy love story, but I like cheesy stuff. I don't know. No, cheesy stuff is good. Sometimes you got to realize that that ain't the real world, though. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it was always like, if you were a nerd, there was always some... In the movies, there was always some girl that looked after the nerd and was like, oh, oh and yeah. then she fell in love with the nerd. Yeah. Real life, that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, 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 exactly. Sure. Friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. I really like you as a friend. I see you as a brother. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, what is the worst dating story or relationship story that you feel comfortable talking about? It's been a long time, but there's <laughs> been some crazy people. <laughs> uh, I had like a stalker one time, Ooh. like 2008. I met her on like one of those Plenty of Fish or something. I don't even know if they're still around. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I went on a date with her once, and then she found out where I lived and would show up to my house. And wouldn't leave, stuff like that. Like, would she keep knocking or something? No, or she what? would like walk in. Oh, jeez! I'd try to hide, and she'd come in. <laughs> like, yeah, you need to go. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I think you do. No, I don't want to. Oh, it's one of those people you like drive. I remember taking her home once, and I was just afraid she was going to yank the damn wheel out of my hand and drive off the oh, bridge. Geez. Yeah. So how'd you get rid of her? She eventually just gave up. She's, she's, I think she cussed me out on the phone or something, saying that uh, I realize you're not good enough for me, and I'm tired of this. I'm like, straight out of a movie. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. That's what I remember my dad telling me. He's like, you know, don't show anyone where you live unless you know them. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they always hear all these people, like, meeting on that Tinder. Oh, yeah. They just meet up with strangers. Yeah. It's yeah, that's that's the scary thing, yeah, you man. Have it's like meet up with someone and they find out where you live. You don't know. You don't know people. I don't trust people like that. So. No, I, I don't either. Hell no. That's like Not, I, yeah. I learned. I did that. There wasn't there was no Tinder twelve years ago. No, but. it was just yeah. Uh, that's why I tell like dudes that aren't even into going to church or anything. Like young men, regardless, whatever. If they don't go to church or not, I would say you know. Go to church 
and get or wherever but that's like a good meeting spot or maybe it's not even church just wherever that, that is what a lot of people say i need to for people to say that i'll find you a good church girl yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. i mean and that's not wrong i no, mean that's well you you go there and it's like they have events where you could just go and meet people and really just get to know them before you actually ask them out because any other place it's like what well, you're going to go to a bar you're going to go there and you're going to see mm-hmm. the worst of them yep and they're not going to even remember you or the conversation you had because they're fucking drunk. So or you do or you go home with them or something. And yeah, and then I don't. I never was a, much of a bar person. So yeah, I never was in the first place. I know place. that from stories and movies. So yeah, I don't. yeah. That's how that's how it usually works. Oh, I met your mom at a party and uh, we were both wasted. <laughs> was the dairy we were wasted <laughs> on ice cream. Damn bitch. <laughs> Are sucking on that chocolate dip cone yeah. large, uh, if you believe it or not. <laughs> Had me going a <laughs> good looking. Hey there, you how doing? you doing? <laughs> Notice you got the large. <laughs> I'm gonna show you how to make a nice beef stew. <laughs> you like large things? Yeah, <laughs> got the large, large cone. cone for you, and it's ribbed just like that cone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've had a stalker. I've had stalkers too. Sadly, it was never anything uh, too crazy like that where they knew where I lived. They, it was just online, and it's easy now. You just block them and mm-hmm. go about your day. So uh, moving on to the injuries in your life, your your body, your health. What's the worst injury that you ever had had to deal with? My lower back is when I worked. I would have to bend over a lot, mm-hmm. lift up water lids and stuff like that. Yeah. But my lower back, I know you can't, people can't see it, where almost above your butt, there uh-huh. was two muscles in there. Yeah. And they like completely just wrapped around each other. Ooh. I had to go get shot in the muscle. I couldn't stand up straight. Like I was hunched over. Fuck. They tensed up so hard. I had to get, I fell down. I remember I fell down in my bathroom. I couldn't get up. <laughs> like you hear the stories of. I've fallen and I can't get up like those old people. You're like, how the hell can you not get up? Yeah, I almost had to have an ambulance come get me. Mm. When I fell down in the bathroom. I had to get a chair brought to me. I had to pull myself up. Put you on the, you know, the bed. Mm. And the doctor come in the, and I stand, you know, I, I set up and slouch over. It's maybe an inch long needle. Mm. Thick. Mm. And they, and they, she, it was a woman doctor. She's thumbing. Oh, she said, oh, I feel the muscle right here. And just, foo. It's just they inject this stuff right into your muscle and it loosens it up. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't even feel it. She she said uh, the ladies the doctor said, "Wow, you must have a high pain t- uh, tolerance because every time we give someone these shots, we have to hold them down." <laughs> I'm like, I'm in, I was so hurt, I didn't even feel it. And the other muscle, I guess it relaxed, it went away. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, the other one's gone." Till a few months later, it came back. The other oh, side. Oh man. It would make my legs hurt, like shoot pains down my legs. I could, yeah. I'd have to, like, it was just the right side. So I had to go back to the same doctor, uh, and they shot me with it. That hurt. That was the most painful thing I've ever felt in my life because I wasn't in pain as much the second time. Yeah. And they, I about jumped up. <laughs> she shot me in the back. She's like, okay, you did good. I'm going to shoot it again to make sure it stays. Uh, I was about to say, I, had to, I had to lift up my shirt. I just fucking, I bit the shirt. <laughs> I'm like, please, no. Please. <laughs> Make it stop. They inject a thick needle, needle into your muscle. And then they inject, you know, shoot the whatever it is in there. It went away. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so your back is fine now? You're cool? It's still, I don't know. I can't bend over that much, like, very often. Uh, but it's not like that, no. Yeah. My well, back's just, good. it hurts. What? Yeah. I guess like any person, it hurts. Yeah. Not, not those muscles. Yeah. I'm always just uh, careful with it now. Yeah. So to bend over and pick something up, I'm not doing that. <laughs> squat. <laughs> yeah, I squat. I do. Yeah. yeah. It changed me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Posture, man. Like, I learned that. It's like... For the longest time, I was very active, but this quarantine, you know, it had me sitting down playing video games quite a bit to the point where it's like you start slouching the couch and you're mm-hmm. leaning back more and more and then you're just like, uh, and then your back is in some weird way that it's not used to. And then you're sitting there like that and you're like, oh, your back is just constantly hurting the mm-hmm. entire time. And you start realizing maybe you need to get a cane or something, but... <laughs> So, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, my back, it, it'll get stiff. I mean, I guess just like anyone. Well, it's water. I work at the water company. So, yeah. all the water meters out in the front yard, you'd have this little key, hook the meter lid, which is about 20 pounds, and you'd lift it up. we do that four or 500 times a day. <laughs> so, you got to bend all the way over, lift it up. Yeah. You're speaking of the South. I was in Southern Missouri one time, just driving late home. I'm just driving on the left lane. You know, just kind of going a bit quicker than being in the right slow lane on the... But um, I get pulled over. And they say their excuse was I was driving in the left lane. That's all it was. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll remember next time. So I was thinking, you know, I was going to get let off with a warning. But then he tells me to get out of the car. Yeah. And I put my hands on the trunk. Tells me, and he pats me down, and he's like, you ain't got any weapons on you or anything. I said, ah, I just got a pocket knife, because I always carried a pocket knife on me, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to have. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do. Yeah. Especially in the South and the, the, this right. area. Yeah. Pocket knife is yeah. like a keys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it. wallet, cell phone, keys, pocket knife, you know? Yeah. Um, so, he comes across a pocket knife, and that night I was meeting my... Uh, girlfriend at the time and I had a condom in my pocket so all he pulled out of my pocket was knife and condom so I'm like real bad boy here <laughs> at least I'm practicing safe sex but yeah yeah so you looking to fornicate tonight huh boy <laughs> oh my god he didn't say that but you know it's just like uh then he had me sit in the car and he started running my plates like he didn't believe me that I didn't have a warrant out because he asked me if I had a warrant out I said no and he's like, why don't you sit in the car with me? Why don't you sit in the car with me? So I'm sitting in the passenger seat. I didn't sit in the back. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the cop he, car, you're sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah, so he's sitting there running my plates like, all right, plate is two, seven, tango. About, you know, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm just trying to get home. I just got off of work, and I'm heading back to my parents' house, like, you know, at the time, just to visit at home. and. Finally, just let me go, but it's just like that, and then mm-hmm. I get pulled over some, for stopping at a stop sign, and then there's claiming that I didn't stop at a stop sign, and I'm just like, no, I'm pretty sure, and it's like, what are you doing out at 2 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, they just, yeah, they just, yeah, they just yeah, for nothing. Yeah, I, I ate with my younger brother who's 16 and wanted to go out to Steak and Shake. Is that, a, is that against the law, dude, you know? No, I've I've been bad too though. I've actually gotten my ticket when I should have because I would have a habit of running stop signs and <laughs> <laughs> I 
doing 20 over the limit so i've been bad myself but and i've gotten the tickets and i've learned my lesson not to speed <laughs> anymore but i'm a slow driver anyway yeah well you're from the south it makes sense i'm just well a lot of people those people don't they're, they're, oh really? well some, uh, some new know. blood in there that drives quick down in the yeah, south well, the truck you know the people oh, oh yeah oh yeah you're right what was i thinking <laughs> You, I've heard them around here. Oh, the yeah. Mustangs too. <laughs> Take the muffler oh, off and it's just they, like they, a gunshot. They just sound like shit. Yeah, yeah. They like the speed. They're the same people there. Yeah. Okay. Big Ford four by four going hundred in the sixty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no cops there. If I did that once, the cop I'm would be there. Over. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah. You see a car with expired li- uh, four or five years past their expiration on their <laughs> license plate. <laughs> If I did, if I, if I went one day and I pulled out my driveway, they'd pull me over. Yeah, some people go years, mm-hmm. <laughs> years mm-hmm. without it. Now, yeah, I've had friends that drive without uh, car insurance yep. for years, yep. and they, yeah, I knew people that would get it for. Like, they'd get their taxes and get two or three months worth, and they go the rest of the year without. It. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. could never, uh, could never do it. Right, they would. I, I, something would happen. Yeah, that that'd be my luck yep. too. So, what kind of saved searches do you have on eBay that you hope you know pop up? Do you do you do that where you can save your searches and someone lists something, it pops oh, up? Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Right yeah, now. yeah. So I, I have all <laughs> kinds of shit. No, I just I, I'll th- I'll think about what I want and then I'll go I'll, I'll favorite it and hopefully hopefully they drop the you know give me a deal. On oh it. yeah, I yeah. Do that. Yeah, I do that too. I love the. Uh, yeah, you can. it's just like the thrill of the hunt. Sometimes I'll try to snipe people. To, mm-hmm. I'll see like I don't know a figure or something. At cheap, I'm like, I don't want them to get it that cheap. So yeah. I'm gonna raise it up and fight with it, and then I get stuck with it. I yeah, I, I've, I've done that. People. I did it last week. <laughs> I've yeah. done that shit too. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like twenty four dollars. It was something like this is a pretty good deal. I'm gonna jack this up, <laughs> and then I wind up winning. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm gonna win, and I do, and then it, yeah, yeah, I have to pay it. Sometimes I see something that I already have, and it's like. Man, and someone's looking, and someone else ha- is, has bidded on it, and it's like a really cheap deal. Yeah, it's like a yep, great deal. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not going to let this slide. Yeah, me too. That's what I do. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, no, was, fuck you. <laughs> yep. I'm going to bid get up. stuck with it. Yeah. Now, luckily, the last time I, I rang this guy up from $10 to 60 he just kept bidding back. <laughs> And I got it up to sixty, and I let it go after that. There, you're gonna pay what I paid. <laughs> yeah, and then ten dollars. Yeah, I know. Fuck. <laughs> I would imagine people's done that to me before. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not getting this. <laughs> what? Uh, another thing: the first ever bass guitar I bought, and I bet it was a hundred bucks. Somebody beat me back then. I guess you could go by quarters. They beat me by a quarter. And beat me. It was like, oh they, they yeah, put in yeah. One hundred and twenty-five cents, and they beat me. Ah, <sighs> like, well, what the? That's, they sniped me. Yes, yeah. I was on yeah. my computer, two thousand six or seven. I'm like, yep, got my stuff out ready to go. It's counting Pay down. It, yeah. yeah, and then it refreshes. They someone you've been outbid. Are you? Ah, uh, you're watching it. Yeah, but I got the same one blue. Later on, oh, like the next well, day or same go. day or something. But. Yeah, that's all my dad does. He's like, I'm gonna get this fucker. <laughs> People, they, they get me all the time. I'll watch something for a week. Uh-huh. I'm already planning where I'm gonna put it up. Yeah, I'm like, I got it. I'll probably get it for this, you know. 
and then they beat me. Yeah, <laughs> they sniped me at the last second. This this asshole sniped me the other day. I was uh, I was a fan of uh, these Hot Wheels, these Hot Wheels cars that came out in '92. Uh, they're called Revealers, mm-hmm. and in the package you couldn't tell what they looked like because they're wrapped in paper. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, I know you put them in yep. water and then they disintegrate, and then it'd be like, oh, yeah. you'd have a yep. car, you know. And then some would come with like a chip, and you would win like. I don't know, $1,000 or a bike or whatever. You know what they gave away in the (laughs) 90s. A brand new Huffy bike. This guy was selling a case of those revealers. There was like 40 of them in there and 60 bucks. And I was like, oh, dude, I got it. You know, know, that that was like the holy grail. So I kept bidding up, bidding up, and I, I had it up to about 100 bucks. I was like, there's no way it's bidding down. Three, two, one. I got this going. I look. Fucker got me for five bucks extra, and I'm like, God damn it, asshole! But yeah, <sighs> that happened to me the other day on your couch. I was sitting there. There was this, this cane figure I was looking at. It was really expensive. I was yeah, gonna, I was. I was already planning on what to do with it. I was gonna put it here. I'm gonna, I already got to buy a case to put it in and everything. Uh, I'm refreshed. Uh, Someone, where I had, I was the highest bidder. I'm like, it's not worth what I what I'm paying for. It's not worth it. And someone beat me. <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting on it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like like ten dollars. Who's bidding on this? Why? Talking about like bass guitars and stuff. How many guitars do you have? Which one's your baby? You got some favorites in there. I got. Are uh, they all your kids? Five. Okay. And two, I have two bass and three guitars. I say the dime bag one's my favorite. Yeah. The uh, it's the I guess it's the I don't know if it's the Razorback, but it's the silver one. I don't know what that's called. I can't remember. Got a nice sound to it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a Dean Dean, uh, dime bag Daryl. That's my favorite one. I just bought it. The last one I got was a Jackson, like a flying V. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're not a fan that yeah. much. Yeah. Lime green bass. That's really nice. Nice. It's with the green lime green strings on it. Yeah. It sounds okay. It just looks really good. Yeah, <laughs> that, that bass I got from eBay from 2007 yeah, yeah. is better. It's a better sounding bass. Do you, get, do you got a, an acoustic guitar? No, I don't think I do any. No, if I do, it's down south. Oh, okay. So I do not have uh-huh. one. I bought an electric guitar, electric acoustic off of eBay one time. It took batteries. Yeah, mine does too. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they it all do me that. All. It was black. Mm-hmm. It, I, I didn't like it. Acoustic it. electrics. Uh, you're, you're better off just using it as acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah they. I bought it off of eBay, a cheap one. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was probably like fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, I remember it was solid black and it took batteries. I'm like, what the hell is this? I thought it plugged into the thing. <laughs> no one, I didn't have anyone to ask, so I'm like, what the hell? Right. Is this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I ever put batteries in it. Never used it. No, sold I sold it. Yeah. I pulled the battery out of mine because it started leaking acid inside of it. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. It's like, I'm never really going to use this as an acoustic electric. No, you're, you're better, yeah. You're better off said. miking it and yeah. then running it through a PA instead. Just a regular acoustic. The first guitar I ever had was a Harmony. I don't know, you know that brand? Is That's like one <laughs> that's of the like cheap ones. Yeah, yeah. First act. <laughs> yeah, it's the black with the cliche pit guard on it. The yeah. white. Yeah. That. that came with a five watt amp. I had to plug <laughs> I had to plug this amp into computer speakers oh. and then it sounded good oh, geez. of course I don't know how, how it was tuned I didn't have a pedal just, yeah. I, I took it to school I knew some people uh, these kids that were obsessed with Metallica yeah. and they would stay after school just to jam in the the band hall yeah. so one day I, I brought my guitar there and just, I could tune it for you like they did on Reload 
I'm like, hell yeah, that sounds good. That'd be badass, yeah. It would have been better off drop D. I didn't know what the hell that was. Yeah. He's like, I, I, so I just figured out, I played what I could. Yeah. But you know, it's not like drop D where it's easy. So I just right. played a few chords and that was it. That's how I learned on a harmony <laughs> with a five watt amp. Uh, <laughs> it's the size of like two inches. <laughs> I know I know the struggle. Cause I, yeah, I started out with a Johnson guitar, which is a start. Yeah, you're shaking your head. You don't know. I, no one knows. <laughs> but I had that and uh, a little PV amp, which it sounded actually pretty good for what it was. For the longest time, I had a PV amp. It was a twenty-six watt. That was my big, the biggest they, they, amp, they, right? <laughs> the big one, the twenty-six watt. They, yeah, they, the backstage amp is what it was called. Oh, I think that's what I had too. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was about yay big, about yeah. foot by a yep. foot. Yeah, yep, yeah. Um, it was PV. Yeah, I didn't know how to tune my guitar. I didn't have a tuner, nope. and I would always take it to my buddy's house. He'd be like, "Could you tune this?" Mm-hmm. So for like the first two years of playing guitar, I was just taking it to my buddy so he'd tune it. So. <laughs> The but. first real guitar I got it was I got it for Christmas. Ibanez, solid black. Nice. And the people at the guitar shop tuned it. Drop D. Yeah. That's why you were in love ever yeah, since. Yeah. yeah, I played on that PV. Yeah. And then before I could record anything, that's how I played was on a, on an Ibanez. Yeah. I don't know what model. Yeah. Yeah, Ibanez makes good shit, but yeah. I mean, playing I like Drop D is just so damn fun. It's not much of a learning curve, and you, it just sounds really badass. And Toll plays on that. If no one knows what it is, they played. That's all they've ever used for thirty years. Yeah. Drop D. So right. Yeah. That's what the sound. Is. It's just. Yeah, I mean... And they're technical with it, but... Right. That's what they've always played in. I don't know about the newest record, but there are other records they do. What do you sure. think about the newest one? I didn't hear it, so I still don't uh, know. It's it's okay. Okay. It's really drawn out. Like, they try to get really technical. Mm-hmm. That's what... It's not about, like, just the song... Like, the big riffs. They're few and far between. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, like, put on some headphones and zone out, yeah. that's what it's for. That's what it's good for. Yeah. yeah. They put a lot of, like, weird noises in it. Really technical stuff. Solos. I think Maynard probably sings maybe three minutes out of the 80. <laughs> it's just not on there. It's like they, they recorded um, an album and then forgot about it. <laughs> oh, shit. Who's gonna, we got to get Maynard hey, to sing this. Hey, talk into uh, your voice notes and send it to us real quick. We'll sprinkle it shot. out. <laughs> and then you don't even know what the hell he's saying. He's just doing that his voice. Uh, they, they did put a CD out of it, but it's 50 bucks. If you want the hard copy. I, I saw that. It's insane. It plays It plays videos, though. How? You, like, take it apart. It's got a built-in screen in it. Huh. Yeah. You want to check it out. It's pretty cool. Do you For have every to plug song. it in, or is it a battery operator? No, yeah, operated. you plug it in with USB, I think. Whoa. And it plays the whole album or something. Yeah. That's, that Target had it. I saw it there. It was like 30, 40, 50 bucks or something. God damn. Oh, it's probably, I wouldn't imagine they sold them out. That'd so. be, yeah, that'd be neat to check out. Yeah, I know those YouTube videos, they, they put a lot of uh, work into that. I'm not paying 40 bucks for anyone's music. No. I pay $8 a month. Yeah. <laughs> and I got it. Yeah, you it's get everything. Clicks. Yeah. Search, add. I don't have a CD player. Well, yeah, that's that's the tragedy for a lot of people. I've, I've, been, I've been hanging on to my old trusty boombox, my ghetto blaster. Oh, let's talk about chicks. Oh no! What are your what? What are your type? What's your type? Or do you even have a type? Not really. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, would a, would a type be like a businesswoman, very career oriented, that you know drinks coffee, wears a business suit? Yes. Yeah. It, it's 
to underwear it's not what you look like what do you do <laughs> yeah. how much money you got <laughs> <laughs> so as long as you're successful and you're rich well, yeah, oh yeah <laughs> that's what you that's what you tell people what, yeah. what do they do well she doesn't work well that's a that's a great answer uh, right now, I very spicy kind of woman, you know, has a mouth, isn't afraid to say shit back to you, yep. you know, yep. clean your shit up, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, me too. Winding things down, we just want to, I want to get into video games just a little bit. I know those. Yeah. What, yeah what did, what did you grow up playing the most of? Like what system? What was your oh, system? Shit, I, I had them all. <laughs> well, except the uh, Sega. I had the super, regular Nintendo Super, yeah, sixty four, PlayStation one, two, four, and I was on Xbox for like ten years. Yeah, from when Halo came out, that's what I played through the two thousands until about twenty fifteen. It was Xbox. Oh, I yeah. didn't have PS three. Had PS two though. Yeah, we played Halo a lot. <laughs> that's what says what we played the most online shooter online shooters and fighting with people and getting cussed out your mom and everything. I'm not gonna say the other words but yeah yeah oh yeah they were awful oh, it was yeah. mostly your mom yeah it's to where now you play online with games like that no one talks in the lobbies anymore because everyone's really? just they no one wants to hear it anymore it's all everyone's in private chats but back then it, it was, was just wide open. I never got too much into online gaming, but uh, my brother did for a bit, and yeah, that was wild. Especially Halo, that was some awful people on there. <laughs> Even if you didn't have a mic, that you could hear them through your TV. Yeah, oh yeah. Just calling out your name. You're whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your mom. And then <laughs> other people, they'd pick a name. Look at this dude's name. Yeah. And then you'd see their mic plug in. <laughs> hey. Heard you were Dang, talking shit. <laughs> that was for the best part. Iris, I loved it. Because you could see, you know, everyone's name in the lobby waiting. Yeah. Who's got the mics, who don't. And then they're, right. they're talking about... <laughs> then the little speaker started blinking. Hey. Did you say something about me? Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do about it? Some people would get so mad, you could hear them. What's your address? <laughs> oh, drag your house today. Tell me it. I don't think I ever heard it to me, but I heard people screaming it. Tell me your address. I'm driving your house tonight. I want to whoop that ass. Yeah. You got something coming to you, pal. You got something coming to you tonight. What's your address now? You better not block me. You know, you think back in those days, they, they were much simpler times. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so innocent back then. Well, yeah, I don't talk to people like that anymore. Yeah, I, I have to. When I, I play now, I have to have my stuff blocked. Really? I'll, I'll re, it's my retaliation. I've been blocked for things oh, I've said. Yeah, yeah. Death threats and whatnot. I was mad. Oh well. <laughs> I've been blocked on Halo for a month for things I've said. I'm not gonna. People made well, me mad. You are in a metal band, so I mean, it's, it only makes sense that you're going to be bad every once in a while. Some of the, I don't know. The games now, I just have my stuff blocked. They can't friend request me. Well, maybe, I don't know, but my messages are blocked. Yeah. From, not because I'm scared they're going to hurt my, they're going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. They're going to catch me on the wrong day, and I'm going to get, because on PlayStation, they're really strict. You oh, Plus, really? you can report someone, oh. and then they, they will just ban your account. So even if you say fuck, they're yeah, gonna... you can report someone wow. for that. 
it determines the game you're playing too. Yeah. So more. Well, I guess some people were more toxic than other uh, communities. I guess. Yeah. What's the most uh, like pure and good communities? Not none. I play. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's awful. (laughs) Call of Duty. They're just awful cheaters and everything else. No, I I was never a big Call of Duty guy myself. So (sighs) just kind of yeah. I don't know. I play this other horror game called Dead by Daylight a lot. Yeah. Those people are probably the most awful crybabies I've ever played with. Mm. It's a game where everyone you lose mostly and people don't like that. That's why my message is blocked. <laughs> because of that game. <laughs> I was because you play a killer and you hunt down four other people. Oh and yeah. You're supposed to kill them. Oh okay. And then you do these generators you have to do a certain amount of generators to get out. So you kill someone, they get mad. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you do that to me, huh? What'd you do that to me? I was playing the game. No you weren't you weren't playing they, it. They take it personally. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had people death threat me on there. It's hilarious. So I just laughed at the kid. I'm like, damn, that was funny. Yeah. Okay. And then I reported it because yeah. I thought that would be, that's how you get back. I that just was, reported yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, enjoy being blocked. He's like, I will. <laughs> well, okay, you will. <laughs> All right. I'm All doing right. it now. I'm doing it now. I, I bet yeah. you won't. I bet I just yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> so let me turn these off. Yeah. Yes. Switching gears. You tried Krispy Kreme and uh, you never had something like that before, huh? Technically, I had it at Walmart. Yeah. Wal- uh, the Walmarts down there would sell it where you check out, like where the registers were. Uh-huh. They'd have just boxes. In the cardboard box yes. with a little plastic window you yes. can see in there. Yeah. That's how I know Krispy Kreme. They were not good. Yeah. Not good at all. And You'd then, be better off getting the Walmart donut at yeah. the store. Well. So. And then that, then we go to Krispy Kreme here and changed your mind, yes. didn't it? Yes. It's probably the best donut I've ever had. <laughs> Even however old it was, it's hours. Yeah, hours. It was good. We, yeah. Uh, could, it just, just, I don't know. It was fresh. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell. Well, next time you come here, uh, we'll get some cinnamon roll ones, some cream-filled ones. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some later tonight. Who knows? But uh, Oh, they're open they're open 24 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, so anytime you got a craving, bud, yeah, Jeez. that's the one place it shouldn't be open 24 hours. I agree. This is probably the most fattening thing you can eat. Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. pure fat. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be on a vegan diet thing. I am trying to be on anything diet myself. Three hamburgers here, <laughs> pizza, Mexican food, donuts. Ice cream. <laughs> Think about all that. We, we yeah, we've we've been eating like fucking hogs. All yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. I'm three toxic. Burgers. I am toxic to your diet. If we get three, yeah, Carl's yeah. Tune or Hardee's. Yeah, the Cottage Place. Yeah, and then cottage. a triple. I've loaded. <laughs> had the single from Hardee's, double from the car at Cottage. Yeah, and a triple today. Yeah. yeah. I've eaten six six hamburger patties in three days. Probably two pounds of beef. Yeah. <laughs> That's not including the fries and the Coke. Yeah. Uh, what, a sherbet? Was that ice cream? Sherbet. Sherbet. Yeah, yeah, sherbet. 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 Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. Donuts. Damn. Like 12 donuts. donuts. Yeah, a dozen donuts between the two of us. A pizza. <laughs> yeah, the a pizza. Large pizza. Yeah. With the dessert Pro, with that. Provel bites and the uh, toasted wraps. Yeah. That was good. That was Toasted good. Ravioli was good. Yeah, looking back on all this food, man. Yeah, I've gained about probably. I don't know. I lost a lot of weight before I got here. I've gained half of it back. 
Hey, it's great memories. Oh, yeah, that's true. Speaking yeah, I mean, of snacks, what, eat it every day. I got to ask everybody that I interview, what's your favorite candy bar? Snickers. Snickers? Yeah, Snickers. Well, uh, Kit Kat, maybe. Yeah. I don't right now, it's Snickers. That's what okay. I get. At Target, I get the, the six-pack. Oh, like okay. five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I actually nice. have brought it in my backpack. I have one. I ate one this morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Snickers more on top of all of that. <laughs> I have it in my bag. I'm like, oh, hey, it's Snickers. The breakfast of champions. 250 calories yeah. for a little bar. I'm like, oh, my God. Hey. It's, you, you, yeah, it's a, you get you get 2,000 calories a day. That's okay. Shit, you can, I mean, you can six? <laughs> that burger. With that burger, that yeah. Burger. Well, it's probably good the nutrition facts ain't on that, but, yeah. That was a hefty. That was about a, at least a pound. That was a pound. That, that that was that was a heavy ass fucking burger. I swear to God. Oh my God, it was good. Yeah. So kind of yellow. What did you, what did you think about this? It was fun. I I got everything I expected out of it. All right, good. The food I'm glad. Was good. The company was good. Yeah. Uh, the recording was fun. Yeah. Productive. It was good. Good. I I'm, hope I'm glad. To be back. Yeah. Yeah. I good. Hope to be back. I hope you. Uh, are back on the podcast as well and uh thank you for your support as well and everything you've done and helped push and all that good stuff and uh if there's anything else that you would like to say to the audience or anybody right now go Thanks ahead and just plug everything i'm on everything instagram facebook yeah. uh youtube i guess it's about yeah you're on youtube twitter i guess i don't even really use that yeah, but kind of yellow. There's no other one with that name. So you Google that, you'll find. Yeah, yeah. and then you'll find. Uh, why is my semen kind of yellow? <laughs> that pops so. up. Yeah, it does. That's my favorite one. I didn't know semen could be kind of yellow. Yeah, but it is. It is, and urine. Yeah, urine and semen. When you search glowing ice, it just comes up with, like, DIY, how to make glowing ice cubes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right. That's about right. That's not bad. That's yeah. It's better well, than semen. Some industrial industry stickers. You take a few of those. Oh, yes. Slap them on your butt or whatever you feel like yep. doing. But uh, Two for each cheek. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, kind of yellow, thank you for being here. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And... Thank we you will, for having me. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll have you back very very soon. So, we are going to say goodbye to Kind of Yellow, and make sure to check him out everywhere. Go on YouTube, Google, Instagram, anywhere, and search Kind of Yellow. Soon to be, soon to Spotify, be. Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, very soon. Check out his single, Lollygagger, remixed, redone for 2020. Check it out. Listen to it on Spotify. Stream it everywhere. And enjoy, guys. See you later, Mr. Kind of Yellow. See you later.
As this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio does come to a close, first and foremost, I want to thank my very, very special guest for this episode, Mr. Kinda Yellow, Brandon. Thanks for coming out, dude, eating, recording good, kick-ass music, and uh, being on the show. If you want to find Kinda Yellow anywhere, follow him, check out what he's all up to. You can find him on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of other things. Just search Kinda Yellow and he should pop up. Uh, You can't miss him. He's got uh, makeup, he wears clown masks sometimes. Uh, he, He is definitely a character you would like to check out and follow for sure. And his music's great, so check out his single, Lollygagger. It is available everywhere on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and Amazon, and not cassette or 8-track or anything like that. Uh, Maybe soon. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, I want to do a mailbag portion of the podcast, so if you got any questions, anything you want to say under the sun to me, or you got questions, comments, concerns, you know, that whole spiel that I always say, but if you got more than that that you would just like to say, be like, hey, uh, why is water clear? Maybe I could do a deep dive on water. I don't know. It is whatever you would want to ask me. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well. IIWR Podcast on Instagram. On Facebook, it's just Industrial Industries World Radio. And uh, if you want to email the show, it's Industrial Industries World Radio at gmail.com. Gmail.com. I don't know if I said that right, but yeah, gmail.com. Hey, if you want to support the show, It's as easy as putting five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, subscribing, just sharing the show wherever you uh, share things. And uh, if you want to go the extra mile and you feel like you want to support the show by wearing the merch, we got t-shirts, we got coffee mugs, we got masks, we got all kinds of stuff. So if you want to go that extra mile and get some merch from the podcast, you can do that by going to teespring.com, that's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com, slash stores, slash industrial industries, and uh, we got all kinds of shirts. We got Dairy Dip shirts, we got the original logo, we got kind of yellow t-shirts available in the store. I also like to thank Kimmy Pops for voiceover work, Mr. Giuliano for graphic design, and most of all, I would like to thank you for listening. This was episode 40. Ah, can you believe it? 40 episodes already. Episode 40 of Industrial Industries World Radio. And I am your host, DJ Glowing Ice, wanting to wish you a very happy and great rest of your week. And I will see you next week for another grand old good old time, good episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you later. Peace out. time on Industrial Industries World Radio. But up in New York, there's not as many loud trucks yeah. or mullets. <laughs>